Hello? Yo, 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 what's good? What's good, what's good, man? All right, you connected? Yes, sir. All right, welcome to another, welcome to my podcast, bro. What's good, man? What's good, Dex? Yeah, I'm chilling, chilling, chilling. How you been, man? Man, I've been good, man. Had a good day, family reunion. How about yours, man? Man, the same, man. Uh, well, no family reunion, though. Just went to church, you know, do some extra stuff, but that was about it, though. Really? Uh, yeah, no, no. Not nothing serious today. Nothing serious today. This was good. That's what's yeah. up. That's what's up. Yeah, man. So actually, one one of the questions actually people been asking me though, bro, is like, um, like I, like I remember the like last podcast, like I did, um, I I mentioned you, bro. Like I said, like how you been hustling? Like you got a side hustle or stuff? Like besides your job? Yeah. Um, they asked me like, do asking like how old you were? Like what you were doing? I told like you were in school. Like you go to Saint Aug, things like that, and um, that you that you know you got different ventures that you want to yeah. do, things like that. Yeah. So like one of the questions like some of my friends were asking was like, what motivates you, but like why you do so many things, like so many different things all the time? Like why you grind so hard at such a young age when you should just, you know, be a regular high school student? Like, like you just want to answer that, like what drives you? What really drives me is like, you know, my situation in life and you know, my family has never been like the richest people on the planet and stuff like that, but we still made it through. My mom and dad still put, you know, a roof over our head and stuff. And I still want to, you know, make want to accomplish that and you know, go go to college, you know, for a better chance of success, you know. Yeah. But I don't really believe in college like that. But the thing is, yeah. it's really with my family and like what we've been through in the past, and I'm like seeing things that happen to me. I would realize yeah. that a next day is better for fighting for rather than just getting up the next day and not doing anything. Is I'm like ready for that. I'm like I'm ready for the next day, not necessarily for the future, but I'm ready for the next day. I'm living that day. I'm living that moment. So. I yeah. feel like I'm gonna do the same thing because I'm motivated to do the things that I do and most love do to do. Because I like my I, my talents is most of what my ambitions are. My ambitions are they are mixed up with my ambitions and stuff. So yeah, mm-hmm. that's what really like really motivates me. Yeah. So like so like when when did that start? Was it something you just had like like since at a young age? Or is that something that you develop yeah. over time? I actually developed that when I was like around six years old. I cut my hair off. And yeah. I started working in a barbershop and just, you know, sweeping up, you know, cleaning up hair and stuff like that. And just you clean up the barbershop ever since I turned six. And I started getting paid regularly for that. And that really yeah. motivated me. People, you know, older older people and people seem like, oh, yeah, doing a good job. You know, just being respectful. I was respectful, I was respectful um, worker at one of my family barbershops. And that really, really inspired me to, you know, start, cr- start cranting hair and stuff like that. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So that really like my environment is really what really kind of motivated me to do and grind and stuff. And like most most of the time was working on myself and like seeing others, seeing others not doing good makes me want to do better. And I yeah. like, you know, so that's one thing. I respect that. I respect that. I respect that. So so like like are you planning like pursuing a barbershop thing like a full time thing or is this just like something you just want to do as a hobby right now? And um, so. <clears throat> Uh, I do, but my plans make it seem like I, it's like a hobby. But at the same time, I do want to go into the cosmetology field, not just barbering. I want to learn how to do everything so I can be able to have the chance to do a lot of the areas because a lot of the areas make a lot of money. And yeah. it's not just cutting hair. You have sal- like you have salonists, you have hair care artists, you have um, etchers, you have all of those people. But cosmetology is really what I'm aiming for. And I want to do that before I get to college um because i'm doing a super senior year and okay. on my on my on my um high school which is a program 
at my college and it's at St. Aug. So basically I'm a St. Aug student okay. um, for the ones that don't know. So, and then when I finish with that, when I finish with my senior year this year, next year I do a super senior year and I hop on the CCP program and have extra another, another school that I'm going to while I'm in college. So to, in order to do that, but I have, since COVID happened, it, yeah. it stopped me. I was supposed to do this when I was in 11th grade. It stopped me from doing that. So yeah. I had plans set already from ninth grade. So like I said, I started, I started, you know, doing grinding. And then like when I was six, I've been doing this since I was young, not really like planning for the future, but like just having ambition on my talent because it's something I know I can do every single day. If that makes sense. Yeah. I've, my days are busy. They're not, they're not, no, I have no empty days in my days. If that makes sense. Yeah. I feel you. 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 So like I like I, I know like you said you also like thinking about like the, the like the um the Marines and stuff like that the military and things like that mm-hmm. is it's that just like like a number two option like the barbershop thing if you change your mind or is that so like I said like I said before when I was talking about my plans for like um like going to like like I saying like making it seem like a hobby yeah like my plans make it like make barbershop like barbering like a hobby so what i'm saying is i, I don't really want to lay out my plans out like that but like i do want to go to the military the, and specifically the marines because they're you know they had number one to discipline and stuff like that but i wanted to I, I wanted it to be a backup plan but at the same time that i'm thinking about it i think marines is going to be the best choice for me mm-hmm. after i get out of the um after i get out because plus i'd be able to make more money and i could start making money early on because i'm gonna be an officer with the college credits i have at school you know, mm-hmm. so if I eventually, you know, do that, I can go to the Marines and I end up making more money and then learning the, the, the disciplines. And like, I, I do want to go to the Marines because it's like it's the hardest branch. I don't I don't like I already did my research on like all the other branches and stuff. But like Marines is like really like I watch videos. Dexter, um, Dexter, he, I don't know. I don't know if you, know, you said anything about you, you know, doing some of the military things and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. kind of you kind of inspired me to. Mm-hmm. Going, get into that, you know, and other people. Yeah, yeah. I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. Um. You know, like when it comes to anything like military, like you know, I'm hundred percent like always behind it because like I know like you know just the grind it takes, the commitment. Because I mean, it's it's like a long commitment. Like I mean, you're giving it four years of your life, you know. Right. You know, to a cause that you might not even believe in, but you're doing it for the betterment of you know the country and also for discover what you're capable of and not capable of doing. Right. And you know. It's one of those things where you actually find out, you know, who you really are, you know, and it tests just the human like limits of what you can do in life, and also, it, you know, it tests as far as like your mental, you know, aptitude, and things like that, and um, and it disciplines you, you know, like like I said, I don't really go too much into like what I exactly about the military life as far as for me because I could try to keep it like on the low low, yeah, um, but I do realize that you have the ambition, you know, for it, you know, and. I'm just trying to let people know, like, you know, people around your age, because, like, I know, like, a lot of people, like, around your age, like, listen to this podcast and things like that. And um, and I told them I was going to try to get, get you on the um, on the podcast, because I, I know a lot of friends who, like, you know, they have little brothers and stuff like that who are involved in, like, ROTC or things like that. I don't know what I want to do. And some of them even have hobbies, you know. Some of them are not working and grinding at the same time. So I was like, you know what? It's easier for me to bring somebody around your age than you listen to, you know, a 24-year-old guy because he's going to be like, oh, you're 24, I'm 17. Yeah. You know, what are you talking, you know? You know, so, so you know, just me bringing you up here, like, actually shows them, like, I, I actually was, like, saying, like, you have people around your age that's actually out here doing things most grown people are not doing. Right, right, you know? right. You're out here grinding, you know, when, you know, you should be a, a regular high school student and just chilling and enjoying life, you know, but you're out here making money, making moves. While at the same time, you're, like, you're doing it in silent without people knowing exactly what you're doing. 
yeah. you know so like what like my question is like where did you get a sense of like just to move in silence without letting too many people know your business like where did that come from because people tend to try to be in your business and then starts in my opinion since i'm in school and stuff and like people find out stuff easily it's like oh like yeah. drama starts and like people you don't i don't like the attention on me you know I don't like yeah. too much attention on me. Like, it's fine to talk about certain things, but, like, I don't want to seem like, I don't want, like, that opinion to, I don't care about what opinions are formed about me, but, like, yeah. if that opinion is formed on me about, oh, Eli, like, talk, tells his business and stuff like that, you're not supposed to do that. You're supposed to keep that to yourself, your personal business, because you don't want nobody to know your next move. Because yeah. once, once somebody knows your next move, and then that that you 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 maybe fail because you told that next move. Maybe you're talking too much. You say if you fail that next move, the person's gonna clown you and stuff like that. Yeah. I don't, and like and then people like playing your downfall and stuff like that. Say if you say your business, people gonna end up playing on your downfall. You got fake people, you got real people and stuff. So if you tell people your next move, they it's like you can't you can't you can tell certain people, but like fake people is like I choose I choose to tell certain people you know what i'm saying yeah like i don't tell everybody and like like you say you keep stuff on the low about the military thing and stuff the same thing yeah. here you know certain things you know what i'm saying I, and i try to use this to you know when i say stuff i try to inspire people i don't really necessarily try to tell my business because i don't want to sound like i'm bragging or anything like that yeah and i don't care how they take it but if i'm like i don't want to seem like i'm a bragger or anything like that. that's why i keep it to myself and then like i like to manifest my own plans so I yeah. can know, have a clear mind, because like I can just write it on my paper if I want to say something. If I want to see it again, just write it on a piece of paper. If I want to see it again, why would I tell somebody else? You know what I'm saying? If I want to see it again, write it so I can think about it. It's more more about mindfulness, you know. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Okay, okay, I, I can respect that. I can respect that. I can respect that. Um, you know, so like as far as like you know, you, you're doing all these different ambition things. You're doing all these different like you know. Like I guess, I guess you can say business venture and like futuristic like things you want to do with your life. Like I know you also do like the computer thing on the side too. You say you want to be again to like computer programming and things like that. Yeah. Is that, is that just like option three, or is that also part of you know you just was, finding your craft? That was like I've been like been into like the the engineering things since I was like seven. Like I would take part take apart you know toys and stuff. But I started that a long time ago, and I've gotten a many like not many programs, but I've been in one or two programs about the engineering. And so like I've been working on my craft all my life. Like I like I kind of like found what I like when I was like younger. But my mom and it's more came from my mom and dad for pushing me to do better and stuff. My teachers and stuff, you mm -hmm. know. And like me personally, I, I use that and I use that to my advantage. I didn't just look at it as they were they wasn't trying to help me. They still trying to help me, you know. I should try to listen to my family and stuff like that. But at the same time, it, I had to take it on my, you know, and my own ambition and on my chance, you know, to take that my willpower, my willpower to take that chance to, you know, get into computer engineering. I started building Xboxes with my uncle. Like I had like people around my life, like really my family kind of motivated me and my surroundings when I was around kind of like motivated me to do that. But like not a lot of people get into that, you know. Like yeah. not a lot of black, you know, black people like like not like African Americans don't get into like computer engineering yeah. because people think it's nerdy, it's not cool, yeah. whatever. You know, well, you that, just well, that, that's true. Yeah, yeah, that is true. You know, that's true. Like surprisingly or not, like a lot of people actually in my family are not even involved in that shit. So I think I'm probably another person that actually loves technology in my family. You know, most of them are like you know novice when it comes to simple iPhone, like how you upgrade your iPhone. Most of them are not even do that shit. Right. But I, you know, I can respect that. So, so it's just like your family, your family in general is actually like your biggest motivator like to excel and like push yourself and find you know yeah it's and like more it's like more of what sorry to cut you off it's more it's like more of like what i see like if it's good to me it's like i'm kind of inspired to do it you know mm -hmm. it's like i want to like i don't necessarily be them it's more of like hmm 
can I, I I'm more of like I try to like set goals and targets like throughout my whole life. Like I don't just don't want to stick to one thing. You know, yeah. that's why grinding. I feel like most a good hustler has multiple hustles. You feel me? That's yeah. why I don't feel like one skill. You can be a jack of all trades, but having your perfect skill, like that's why I say, like minding your own business. Like you can have your business as a, you know, like my cosmetology would be my crafts. Yeah, and my profession will be computer computer engineering. You know what I'm saying? So it's mm-hmm. two separate it's two separate things. But you can be a jack of all trades, in my opinion, for mm-hmm. hobbies and stuff. You know, that's mm-hmm. that's how I feel about that. Hmm. Okay. Okay. I can dig that. I can dig that. You know. So, like, you know, in, in, in like in your case, do you feel like like you inspire peers around you at age to actually go out there and like grind and like actually like you know pursue what they're good at, pursue craft. You know, not just settling for you know. You know, some people like you know they get this mindset like, okay, I'm making money, I'm in this job. Mm-hmm. Whereas like you know, yeah, you're in this job, but you can also do something on the side to make more money because you can't settle for one thing in life, because eventually you're going to get tired of that, you know? Well, um, for, like, <clears throat> schools and stuff, like, we know how my people are my age. You have school, you got work, you know, you're trying to make money. You want to buy things. You want to go out with your friends and stuff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And some of those, you have priorities in life, you know? Yeah. But, you know, it's more of, like, in my opinion, I feel like if you are working and stuff, Try to find something like that is not as time consuming. Like, yeah. say if you have one job, if you want multiple hustles, try to find other hustles that's not as time consuming as that as the other one, or something that you like to do. Because yeah. I'm not I'm not putting my business out there, I'm not trying to brag or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I work and then I go to school and I have clients. I cut hair and stuff like that, and I have 20 plus clients. Not every day, 20 plus clients, but like I have like yeah. one or two clients when I come home from work or some some sometimes or my off days. So. Yeah. That doesn't take too much time, though. It's just like one or two hours. But when I go to my other job that takes to, to make more money, it takes more hours. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So what I'm trying to say is I feel like if I don't think kids or like if you have it all depends on a certain, a certain situation. If you're mm-hmm. if you're if you're like pushing to do this for the rest of your life, go for it. But yeah. if you're just doing this for temporary to get temporary money and temporary satisfaction because greed, that's what you call greed. You know, yeah. and that's like that your dis- the desperateness. You got to control that, dis- discipline yourself also because money can money, money is a, the love of money is all really evil. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. what I'm saying is don't let that use you to make you do things. But I do want people, I, I but I do agree with get multiple hustle, hustles because, yeah. but don't don't get it where it's just like messing up your life. You're 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 not spending it well. If it all depends what you do with the money too. Like, if you grind and stuff like that, get get the money. You know what I'm saying? Do it by any means possible, but if it's not benefiting you also mentally as well, then I no, don't don't do it. You know what I'm saying? Because all money is not good money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So so like, do you feel like you know you having like you know, I guess you can say you having this different hustle that you do on the side, and you know you're you're generating not just like you know money for your personal needs, but also money for like to help your family and things like that. Do you think that made you into like oh? Everybody go ask Eli for something, you know. Like, have you turned to one of those people every time it's a situation? No, I'm gonna ask you. No, um, no, definitely not. I wouldn't say that. It's more of like I kind of choose to do certain things, and then sometimes, sometimes it's like, is that like that? But I learn how to say no, you know what I'm saying? And I say yes, you know, I'm gonna say, I don't want to say I say yes far too often, but like. When it's no, it's no, you know, mm-hmm. and it's your stuff that you work for, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you could, you can, like me personally. I'm genuine. I might throw you a little couple of changes or something like that. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to, you feel me? Like, if you're my family, especially family over everything. So the family's going to get, you know, family might yeah. get a little piece of change. You know what I'm saying? Just because they yeah. family. But anybody else, though, 
I just mm-hmm. yeah, like you 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 got to go ahead and get it like I get it. You know what I'm saying? You're a man just like me. You know what I'm saying? You got to go get it yourself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I have like I'm not going to lie. I've given money to homeless people. I've worked for charities and stuff like that. But like I'm not saying I'm better than anybody or anything mm-hmm. like that. But if you if you're if I was in the same situation you was like people don't know my life situation. Like I've you know what I'm saying I've helped homeless people and I've like kind of been in super similar situations as a homeless man, but I still had a roof over my head. You know what I'm saying? I'm not mm-hmm. saying I'm not getting too deep in that, but like I yeah. helped myself get into that, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. and I'll try to motivate my family to do what I'm doing, but sometimes sometimes it doesn't mix well. It's just in like the way I like I'm like a motivating person. Like I like if somebody hit me with some negative stuff, I hit them with motivation, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. like I understand, I have to come from an imp- like I have to have sympathy for those people. But like sometimes I just like I don't get into that because you just got to keep pushing forward. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You complain, you say the same. That's how I look at it, and that's a quote from Steph is cold. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. So do you, do you think that I've generated like jealousy amongst like your peers? Like when you tell them no, sometimes. Um. I mean, my jealousy, I wouldn't necessarily say jealousy. Maybe people that I don't know because I keep people like good people around me. Maybe. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. I, honestly, like the people that's around me, they like support me. They they, they when they find out stuff about me, I don't talk about me, myself because I feel yeah. like the more you talk about yourself and the, I feel like when people find out things about you is is, is actually better rather than saying stuff, you know, Real talk. Yep, yep. you know what I'm saying? Because it is more surprising. It's like, oh, yeah, I didn't know he was going to tell. Oh, I didn't know he was doing this. It's more surprising. They like you can connect and you can come off positive off that. That's why I tell people don't tell everybody, you know, your business and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Because. Yeah. They get they get a better reaction and you become something better rather than another person envying you because you keep talking about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel I feel you. You know, I also know that you're into like written a lot of books and things like that. Yeah. Do you get most of like like your characteristics trade as far as like your motivation and like seeing things from a different perspective and um, like angles in life based on the books you're reading? Um, I would say like maybe like. A percent, a percentage of it, like from my my viewing standpoint, as a motivated motivational person, because I get it from all aspects of life. Rather, if it's from books, other people, other people's right. experiences, my experience, you know, it's multiple things that really like combine up, you know. But I feel like seeing once you see, nothing really matters in this world, but seeing is like, you know, what I'm saying, seeing what's in front of you, it matters if that makes sense, like. Mm-hmm. It, it's whether it's what's what's been put in front of you you know like you gotta watch and it's up to you to get that knowledge from that from what you're seeing that's how mm-hmm. i look at it multiple things but books i would definitely say i get a lot of my knowledge from a book though can, you yeah. can't you can't go never wrong with a book you can't go never wrong with a book yeah i understand i understand i understand i feel you on that so, so like just you know just going going off track like like I know, like, you know, obviously you come from a different breed just based on, like, you know, your upbringing and your family and, like, your mom being disciplined and your dad and also having, like, brothers around you and things like that. But, like, I've noticed, like, a lot of, like, younger people don't have, like, majority, they don't have your drive, you know, they don't have that commitment. You know, do you feel like it maybe has to do with, like, just the technology age we're in, like, everybody's just lazy, like, don't want to grind, don't want to pursue, like, a betterment or futuristic things for themselves? Or do you just feel like, you know, it's just one of those days you know, well, now you don't have to work hard. You know, you can just go on OnlyFans and just make money instead of actually going out there and grinding. Well, so basically, um, it, it has it has become a word of technology and stuff. I, I cannot lie about that, but I yeah. feel like what really comes 
comes in place is really true hard work you know like you gotta like for a human it comes with true hard work you gotta make sure you put in work for that because you just can't like you can read something off online or something like that like that's the only benefit of something helping you you know Mm -hmm. but going out and actually do it really is what most matters because acting you know warriors good warriors don't just talk they act you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so that's 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 my that's my take on that that's what's up, yeah. I, I can feel you on that. I can feel you on that. You know, um, so like if, if you had like a message as far as for like younger people, you know, who are looking up to you or like, you know, want to follow the same path that you're following, like what's your one biggest like giveaway you can give to them as far as like going out there and getting theirs? Well, just, you know, what I say to my, like, you know, when you're around family, be yourself 100%. When you're around other people, be yourself, but don't be yourself the type of yourself when you're around your family, if that makes yeah. sense. Because yeah. you don't your family can know your envy every and every move because they care about you. But yeah. other people are not your family and they're not gonna see you like your family, you know? So like it's somebody in this world gonna care for you. It's not just you. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying is like be yourself, be genuine, you know what I'm saying? And like be not necessarily be to yourself, but like, you know, like just Make sure you focus on the goal, but, like, you still treat other people good because good karma comes around when you do good things. You know what I'm saying? You're not just doing good stuff. Like, you're not buying people stuff and stuff like that. I'm not saying like that, but be a good human. You feel me? Like, you don't have to be over extra or, like, desperate. Like, if it says for, like, a guy, but I'm telling guys to still treat a good woman good, but also, you know, don't be desperate. Control your eagerness. You know, control your desperateness. That's what I'm saying. Like, as a... You still be good though. You feel what I'm saying? You're not. Yeah. I feel like that's still be good. Be yourself. If you're on the grind, still be good. Be yourself. Write stuff down. Plan out your day. You know, do, yeah. you know, drink your water, drink a gallon of water. Try to drink a gallon of water a day. Do something that'll discipline you. You know, try mm-hmm. new skills. Try to learn something new every single day. That's what I do. I yeah. try to do that. Read every single day. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. what I, on a journey like this, hit the gym. You know, like you, like you, like he, like Dex, Dex helped me. Yeah. You know, with my journey, I lost 25 pounds, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm, I was bulkier, but I wanted to get toned out, so I lost 25 pounds. I'm a good size, but yeah, he helped me, you know, try to find a mentor, you know, like Dex, Dex also was a mentor for me, you know, as a, as my mm-hmm. gym, you know what I'm saying? Like, just any, like, try to, try to think, find things that'll benefit you, you know, mm-hmm. and then have fun, you know, go live. Don't be serious all the time, but be serious, you feel me? When it's yeah. come to yourself. Be serious about yourself. But when it's coming to, like, not necessarily other people, not taking them as a joke, but, like, you know, lighten up. People are humans, you know what I'm saying? Be joyful, yeah. you know what I'm saying? That's all, That's what I would say. Yeah. Yeah, I can definitely feel that. Because, you know, most people, like, you know, like, when they see me, uh, most of the time, they, they, they get mixed feelings about me. Either they think I'm a complete asshole or I'm a complete jerk or um, just based on, like, hi, because they don't know nothing about me. But, like, one thing about me is, like, I grind, but I grind in silence. Like, I don't let too many people know what I'm doing, you know? Like, I can... I sure 99% of people at work, they even know what, you know, exactly what I do other than like you and like a few other, you know, I call my brothers, you know, in the back, right. you know, right. um, you still don't say, so excuse me, yeah. you still don't say too much. You feel me? That's your yeah. personal life. I respect yeah. that. Even if you didn't yeah. say anything, you know what I'm saying? That's still yeah. your personal life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, and you no, know, the other day somebody asked me like, you know, what's your biggest like motivation that drives you? For me personally, it's my mom, you know, like just the way she grew up, you know, raised me by herself, things like that. You know, I want her to at least enjoy, you know, the rest of her young days, you know what I'm saying? I um, I feel like for her, like, just seeing my mom happy, bro, and satisfying life makes me feel like I've accomplished what I need to accomplish, because, you know, to take care of me, like, you know, come from where I come from and things like that, like, 
most women can't do that, you know. She she had to be a man when she was a woman, you know. She had to be a mom and a dad. She had to, she had to be a man, and she also had to show me how to have a heart for a woman. So, you know, I feel like, for me, that's my biggest motivation. It, like, that's what makes me work hard. That's what, you know, grinds me. Some people, it's different for them, you know. Um, but also, I feel like, you know, the military also disciplined me in seeing the different aspect of life and seeing, like, different things in this world and know that the, people suffer different ways, you know. And um, just... Just being black in America, you're at a disadvantage, you know, um, because now you have to work that much harder. Like for you, like, do you feel like just being black in America makes you feel like you're already at, like at last place, and you have to, you know, work even that much harder to prove yourself every day? Man, I feel like I feel like that all the time. Sometimes, you know, yeah. with society, with society and the law, you know, within the yeah. government, you know, what I'm saying, yeah, I'm not gonna get into the society part because I, yeah. I, I feel like we know what we're talking about here, which is, yeah. you know. Uh, well, yeah. society too, but I'm just saying, like in general, when I when it comes yeah. to, like the jobs and like you know getting money, because I can't make money. anybody nobody else is make like paying my bills or nothing like that. When it comes to like you know jobs and making money and stuff, sometimes I feel like I am, you know, um, um, because it kind of affect my grind in a certain way. But mm. I've kind of like avoided situations like that because of some of the things I do choose to do. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I feel like in my work, my work area, sometimes like I do like not necessarily like where I work, like not where, what what I do at work, but like where I work at. I feel yeah. like sometimes like, you know, upper management might, you know, they yeah. might do something. Even a black guy might say something and you yeah. might question, question whether it's like, oh, like this is kind of like cliche, you know, yeah, you know what you just said to me, you know. So yeah. it's like you got to treat. I feel like like. I, I've been treated fairly most of my life, but like yeah. sometimes I feel like I've I've been treated racist before, of course, in society, of course. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But like when it comes to money wise, I feel like I try to avoid and I do what I what I'm supposed to do. Not necessarily saying if you don't do what you're supposed to do, you're gonna get, you know, treated differently. But I'm saying like I've been I've kind of avoided the situation because I don't talk a lot and I don't like I try to I don't necessarily I'm a I don't avoid people, but like I just go on by my day and go about my business. You feel what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I try to avoid things. But oh yeah. Oh, yeah, I mean, even you know, for me, like, I don't give a damn. Like I said, this is a podcast. Like, you know, we're gonna keep it real. We're gonna keep it fresh and filter. Obviously, we're not gonna say it too much. You know, as far as like disrespectful shit. Yeah. But like, I'm gonna keep it real with you. Like, there's a lot of people at work I don't fuck with, man. And um, it's it's not nothing personal. It's nothing like really against them. It's just that they're not real, bro. Mm. You know, like you got a you got a manager that's trying to be white. You know, trying to put trying to change who you are. It's like he doesn't know that you're working for a white company. You know, you, the company's owned by a white man. Like, it's going to be that much harder for you as a black man to get your own store. So you switching up, you forget that it's black people that's going to support your business when you eventually get, you know, if you if God intends for you to get your own store. But sometimes I feel like, you know, they try to be white and forget that they're black at the same time. I don't mm-hmm. understand what I mean. And, um, you know, I can't really, you know, I can't really mess with stuff like that. You know, I can't really associate with myself people like that. So okay. sometimes, like, you know, when they'll see me at work, they'll wonder, how come I don't, you know, fuck with that dude or whatever. But it, for me, it's just based on, like, the fact that it's almost like you're selling part of your blackness away. Right. You know, to get a to get a piece of white crop, you know. And, you know, if you grew up in the hood and stuff like that, there's one thing you always got to remember is, like, don't, stay, don't switch up, you know. Like, you know, be real, bro. Like, keep it 100. But I feel like sometimes that you know a job, it's a lot of snakes to go around, man. It's a lot of comedians yeah. around that area, man. You know they tell you one thing, but then it's another different thing, man. And like for me right now, like I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. Like I don't fuck with that top three, bottom three shit. You know. Um, oh yeah, nah. Me yeah, you know, um, because 
I can name 99% of people that deserve top three that ain't never got it. You know, excluded me. You know, like you could have, you should have gotten top three, man. But it's like the grind that you do, but work that you do, it's like don't see the bad things that you do because you challenged your authority. It's it's a business, bro. You have the right to voice your your voice. You know, you have the right to challenge authority, but authority is not 100% right. You know, and sometimes I feel like they want us to be like in this, like almost like we're robots, like we can't think for ourselves, or like we know a cubicle where everything's where the yes man, no man. You know what I'm saying? And I can't, you know, I can't fuck with stuff like that. So like, my question to you is, how do you maneuver around like fake people around like that at work? You know? Well, <laughs> um, funny. Um, this is I'm I'm gonna like I'm this is like tracking to like the subject you're on. But yeah. my mom, she was telling me she was like. It's not nothing like I brag about or anything like that, cause like you know sometimes some things happen. But mom, she was telling me she was like, "Eli, you have a slick mouth," and I'm like, she was like, "I was like, she was like in a bad way, in a good way." She was like, "You need to choose, you know, cho- don't try to use it against your family, you know what I'm saying? Because you'll make your family feel like you know so and so, you feel me? But mm-hmm. at at work, I I don't have a slick mouth where I'm disrespecting. It's more of like I'm not. I I keep my information I'm giving to you to a minimum. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's more yeah. of like I let you talk. You feel me? Like. Yeah. You ask me something. You ask something about me. Oh, so and so, and then I switch up the t- the conversation. It's more of like I'm. It's it's back on you. It's not less than I'm trying to be in your business. It's more of like I'm just throwing a question. Not necessarily throwing the question you ask me back on you, but yeah. it's rather than I answer your question, but I'm not gonna answer it the way you want me to yeah. answer it. Yeah. But I'm gonna give you an answer. But it's gonna either you gonna accept it or not. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's not like necessarily a bad answer. It's not negative. I, I try to like stay away from negative negativity, but I'm yeah. gonna give it to you to 100. percent You feel what I'm saying? I'm gonna give it to you 100. Yeah. percent but I'm not gonna give you my full hundred percent because it's none of your business, you know. It's right. not, you know what I'm saying? It's not, it's not, it's not like that. And then like when people question me and stuff like that, and they don't even be they don't even be there, they're like, well, you weren't even there. So why are you, you know, like saying I've done this and so and so, like, oh, you lie, you did this. No, I didn't. You don't know I was no, I didn't. It's yeah. just it's multiple lies and stuff, and I don't I don't like that. They always wanna say you do something and you don't do it. You know, yeah. So. Yeah, for me personally, man, I find it very, very difficult to even work with people like that. Yeah. Because it's like, it's like I have to like hold how I really feel about you without coming across and hurting your feeling, you know. And obviously, you know, when we're in a situation like that, like I try to show you respect, but sometimes I feel like because they're in a position where they feel like they have authority, to feel like, you know, every moment they have to be on you about something, and then, you know, when I know that I don't really fuck with you like that. You know, I'm gonna keep it real. I don't really fuck with Will. You know, yeah. um, and ever since the Justin thing, I don't fuck with that nigga, bro. Because like, Justin's my brother, man. I consider that nigga my brother. And especially when I heard what you told him, and then you go around and then you talk about some Jesus convicted. I ain't trying to hear that shit. You know? <laughs> yeah, know? nah. And I'm <laughs> with you, bro. Like, if you plan to cut me four or five years like earlier, I you know he probably in a body bag. I ain't even gonna lie to you, bro. Cause when me he went in the parking lot, I had different ways I could even drag that man and put him somewhere else, bro. You know he his wife would have been at his, his tombstone right now. But you know, um, I realized that you know as I've gotten older, sometimes sometimes you don't have to like resort to those kinds of ideas and things like that. You just you just have to show them by you know by how you think and how you maneuver that. I know about you. I know what you do, but. The more that you try to get to know me, the less that you actually gonna be able to know anything about me because I ain't gonna tell you nothing about me. I'm gonna keep it work. You know, every time you wanna know what's going on, what I'm doing, you know, I'm gonna give you the same answer. None, y'all. 
because I'm not obligated. And there's no way in cheaper policy. I'm supposed to tell 100% what I'm doing all the time. You know, if I request a day off, I ain't supposed to tell you why I'm requesting a day off. You know, and my question to you is like, how do you, how do you like, how can you talk to somebody that you know that is not 100% real with you half the time, but yet you still have to like face that person, talk to them? Oh, it, uh, it really based on what your environment is. You feel me? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like say if I'm at work. That's that's my environment. If it's a person there at the work and he's in my environment and it's just working, right? Yeah. It's strictly gonna be about work. Strictly. Strictly. We're not we're not we're not friends, we're coworkers. Strictly. Yeah. We're I don't you don't need you don't nothing else for me. Nothing else for me. That's strictly how I am. Or oh you need to, you need me to get something from the trade? I got you. Nothing nothing else. I got you, bro. No, none of that. I got you. You know what I'm saying? Straight, yeah. okay. You know, simple, simple. I don't I'm not gonna be rude, disrespectful, I'm gonna keep everything to a minimum. People say I'm people say I'm reserved, but I'm still outgoing. You know what I'm saying? There's yeah. a lot of a lot of opinions about me that I like. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't like people have opinions about me because they don't know me. You feel me? It's like more of like they try to assume they have assumptions about me, which is okay, totally fine. You know, it's up to them to find out what's really true, you know. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So Look, I understand that. I feel you on that. I feel you on that. So so, like, my advice to you is, like, if you had to tell somebody, like, you know, like, I know, like, you know, you and Kyler are, like, really, really tired and stuff like that. And, you know, Kyler's a real dude, you know, he's a general, he's a good dude generally, he's a real dude too. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, if he, he also has to deal with stuff like that, like, how would you tell him to, like, maneuver around that without actually, you know, putting up, you know, like, getting in trouble or something like that? Like, how would you tell him to maneuver? Because he's a young dude, you know, he's still learning, you know? Mm-hmm. I would say, well, let me start off, like, then let me break it down simply. It's more of, like, you need to take your time. You don't answer off of impulse because how you feel about that person. It's more of, like, you got to make sure you're smart with your – make sure you have wisdom when you speak to that person. Don't talk to them like, you know, you're bigger than them or anything like that. But just keep it to the conversation or the topic of the conversation. But if they start asking of you any favors and stuff like that, not necessarily favors or like, you know, asking you to do stuff for them and stuff like that, you know, you can always clearly say no because it's always yeah. the answer. You feel yeah. me? It, it's more of like what you're I, for if it's my friend Kyler, he's in my environment, I would tell him, look, think about what you're gonna say first and then answer the question. Because sometimes I make the same mistake, you know, and yeah. my mom and dad be telling me the same thing. Think about what you're gonna say first, you know what I'm saying? I've learned that over time. They told me that over time. So yeah. I'm really be a be quick to listen and slow to speak. Yeah. When it comes around those certain people, just in general, that's a lifestyle you should should have. But I'm saying, but around those people, because they try to they already know that y'all not on good terms, so they're gonna try to use anything against you mm-hmm. when you say something bad or something like that, like off of impulse and like off of emotions, like negative emotions. You know what I mean? Not all emotions are bad. So that's what I'm trying to say. Like, think about what you're gonna say to that person. That's my advice. Yeah, that's that's a good advice right there. That's good. I hope you're listening, Kyla. That's um, that's a good advice right there. And and as far as like you know, as as far as that, we're gonna we're gonna keep it. You know, we're gonna take it to the ladies, man. Like. How how do you like how do you do it? I know you were in a two year relationship, and you know, obviously, you know that you know that went went south. You guys, you know, went had your different opinion and things like that, and you know, it just didn't work out. Mm-hmm. So like, now you're just doing you. Do you feel like you've learned a lot from that relationship as far as like you as a man, as you as a person, and growing as a human being? Or you felt like that was just a waste of your two years of your time? Um, well, of course, when I thought, when I thought, I feel like, I feel like. Right now, it, it was worth it, if that made sense. But mm-hmm. back then, when I first, like, when I first broke up, because, like, you know, all the promises he made, and I'm young and dumb. I'm not a full-grown man yet, so I can't really tell you from a man's perspective of a breakup, but yeah. I am a man that I'm on a grind and stuff. But so 
take my take my take what I say lightly. I would say at the moment after the relationship, um, I was I was like this was a waste of time because it was two years. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel like when you're at a young age, now that I realize it, it was it was worth it because I learned from the experience. You don't never go anything for no reason. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. You don't never you don't never go through go through. That's only an opinion that you have because you can't say, oh, I went through that for no reason. No, it was a life learning experience. You feel what I'm saying? It's more of like what you learn from that. You got to take, you got to understand the assignment. You know what I'm saying? This is a pre-trial of what other things may come in life. You know what I'm saying? It's a pre-trial. You feel what I'm saying? So what I'm saying is I feel like that relationship was, wasn't a waste of time. I feel like I learned something and I enjoy, I had to look back. I actually enjoy myself with that person. You know what I'm saying? And like, we're still cool, but like, and like me personally, I try not to like have bad. I try not to end off things with. We ended off on good terms. You know what I'm saying? So it's different. All depends on the situation. You know what I'm saying? Also, so I feel like it was a you know a good relationship. But after that, that really motivated me to change and stuff like that. Like, oh, I don't think I'm like. I didn't necessarily say I'm. Oh, I'm not good enough. But like that, re- I use those emotions that I like when I was mad and stuff like that. Because not necessarily mad, but I was like down. I didn't like cry or any like boo cry or like go to work and affect my affect others or whatever. But like, in my opinion. I just used working out. I took my pain on, like, you know, the weights, man. That's really, yeah. like, really started getting me serious, you know. So, yeah, so that motivated you to want to go into the gym? Um, I was already, like, working out prior, but, like, going to the gym and hitting heavier, yes, because, like, I wanted to feel more, like, yeah, on my body, you know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so my other question to you is like, as far as like, you know, today's music, I know like, you know, we don't listen to a lot of like, you know, the old R&B song, like the Tyrese and, you know, the people of that, you know, that nature. Do you feel like music these days now is more like, it's disrespectful towards more like women? Or you feel like it's been like that the whole time? It's just not more in the mainstream? Mm. Disrespectful to the woman? I mean, the genre, it all depends on the genre of the music, honestly, yeah. really. Because like, you have hip hop on the other hand and rap, they talk about you know, street life and criminal life, of course, is going to be disrespecting other people because they're dissing dudes. It's not like they're dissing, like, they're not necessarily dissing women, but, like, they're saying they're disrespecting women. And me, personally, I don't call women hoes or anything like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, what I'm saying is I feel like certain, like, like R&B music and stuff like that, you know what I'm saying? Like, they, some of the music, you know, some of it can be disrespecting women, but, like, it's more of, like, of course, it's just freaky and stuff like that. Like, it's yeah. not really. It's they. It's like I feel like sometimes they may objectify women, but it's just some women like the music, you know. So I don't really care, you know what I'm saying? Like if they like the music, then I like the music. It's really what's on the song too, you know. Whenever yeah. me, whenever it's another girl, but hey. Yeah. All right. My question to you: Do you feel like R. Kelly should be canceled as far as like his music based on what he has done? Hmm. Okay, let me let me say something. Let me say something. Before I answer the question, I'm gonna give you an example of what happened to me when I was listening to R. Kelly at work. Okay. So it was one of these ladies who was playing music, and I was like, Y'all got this, y'all got this rapist playing on the song, like playing right now. Like I was questioning whether like should I be listening into it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because it's a rapist, uh, you know what I'm saying? I I wasn't really sure, so I don't really know how to answer this question, but like I feel like somebody's talent can't separate be separated from from you know their personal self if that makes sense but i mean their talent is themselves you know what i'm saying but at the same time we knew him for his music and not f- at first we knew him for his music and that's not necessarily for the women he messed with i guess yeah. i'm not necessarily sure that really makes sense but i don't think 
he should be canceled rather than I feel like he should be take his music should be taken very lightly and not listened to as much. You know what I'm saying? Like it shouldn't be on repeat. You had a family reunion, it should not be on repeat. You know what I'm saying? It should not be on repeat. Yeah. So yeah. So you feel like they should separate the man from the music. Listen to his music, but separate what he has done and separate from the music. I mean, he can't make any more money off of it, though. You feel yeah. me? Like he himself can't make no more money off it. I don't think so. Wait, did yeah. he? Did he under like? Did he like own his own? Yeah, masters. He made, yeah, he owned his own masters. Yeah. So basically, the money. I mean, wouldn't it still go to him? Yeah, it would still go to him. But I mean, I only gonna be able to use it if he's gonna spend life in prison. You know. Yeah, I mean, if he's in life in prison, all he could do is buy stuff in prison. So like, I yeah. feel like he since he's in prison or whatever, and it's stuff that he did. I feel like some of the stuff. He did was true, but if the stuff was he that he did true, I definitely deserved. Definitely think he, you know, don't doesn't need to get that money. You know what I'm saying? I don't. I don't think if he. I don't know, man. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I don't know okay. for sure about that one. The, okay, this is this is my own personal opinion. Yeah. Um, I don't fuck with Lil Nas X. I don't listen to him. I, I, I never will. Um, even before he came out as you know a homosexual, I just never really liked his music. Mm, and my, my my opinion to you is do you feel like we should have more open mind to him as far as like accepting him for who he is because for me I, I have a hard time accepting man you know the whole pregnant thing doing all that oh, yeah i can't really and then he got his blood in the shoes on with like i can't mess with that like my opinion to you is like do you feel like people like like our younger generation do you feel like they're more tolerant towards them and like do you feel like it's something that we have to accept now as part of society and like, like accept him or you feel like from a real like real point of view i feel like like no like kids should not be watching that if you go to the bible i'm just saying like yeah. the majority like you know the majority wins for a president right if the yeah. majority wins for a president then let's talk let's talk about this let's talk about the majority of religion we got majority religion which is christians this was like one point was it like one, uh one billion christians on the earth or yeah. something like that so yeah. like if you know what the red sign and the upside down cross mean in the Bible and stuff like that, and they have it in movies and stuff that's already presented to the young generation and stuff like that, which is nothing wrong with it because it's a scary movie. But you, when you have like a real person representing that, I feel like that's a bad, like a bad thing to represent to my to the youth. But you should keep this separate, though. In my opinion, if you say, "Oh, you know, God loves me as a homosexual and stuff like that. And, you know, why would you want to represent the devil, though? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. why would you want to represent the devil if, if God loves you so much? You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you want to represent the, the, the devil and the upside down crosses and stuff like that. Because a lot of LGBTQ, you know, they they represent God. But, like, some people say, like, I heard opinions where they say, oh, LGBTQ is associated with the devil. You know what I'm saying? And I wouldn't say that that's kind of too far because everybody has their own thing going on. But. Yeah, you know, that's, that's none, none of my business. It's none of my business. So what Lil Nas is doing, I feel like he's doing a little too much now. It's keeping like religion and like LGBTQ separate. Then that's that's a, that's a fine line. It's a fine line between that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You shouldn't yeah. do that because you have kids in the youth classes and stuff like that, learning about God and stuff like that. They see little little Nas X doing that. They're gonna be like, oh, this is you know, this is the work of you know. They, they're gonna start getting inspired. You never know. He's like, this is the work of God, uh, the devil and stuff like this. this is not the work of God. You feel me? If yeah. you, if you love God so much. I feel you, I feel you. Um, okay, my other question to you, do, do you feel like it's unfair that Instagram keep casting Lil Boozy? They keep taking down his Instagram account. Because I ain't, Lil Boozy to me is a real dude, man. I fuck with Lil Boozy, like I've been fucking with him since he went to jail because I'm actually served the time and did not snitch and came out. 
And I feel like he's one of those OGs that like doesn't get the respect that he deserves because he's so real. And you know, Instagram taking down his account and stuff like that. Do you feel like it's pretty the black male in him? Oh shoot, hold on. Can we can we can you give me like 30 seconds? Let me get this drink yeah. from my pops real quick. Alright, so what was what we were saying? What was the question again? I, I said, do you feel like it's fair that Lil Boozy got canceled? Oh, um, okay, so that's not fair. Like, he keeps he keeps getting canceled. He just got deleted again, right? Yeah. Like a, like a couple of days ago. Um, I think he um I don't think he deserved that because when he's putting it down, he's not rich. Like he has his own opinion, and other people have their own opinion about things. So why can't he has his own his own opinion? You know what I'm saying? It's like he's a real dude, you know. He's trying to implement good things in the black community and stuff, but y'all still want to take take him down. He's supporting his children. It's like they try to black, they try to beat down black men for no reason. He supports his children, but he still gets called a bad dad. He's a real dude, one of the realest dudes. I post him, I repost yeah. him my story on Instagram, like you know what I'm saying. Like I'd be like real dude, you know what I'm saying. Like that's real dad shit. That's real nigga. You feel me? Yeah, like, that's real stuff. Like. He's a real dude. So like why why can't he why can't he like why can't the people leave him and be a good example of the black community? You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Like Yes. That's Eli. Who's Eli? My coworker. That's the only person I <laughs> uh, yeah, I feel you, I feel you, I feel you on that, man. Um, you know. I, I definitely agree, man. Like, I feel like he's treated unfairly because he's a real dude. You know, he calls out Little Nas X. He calls, he calls out a lot of people. But how do you feel about him supporting Bill Cosby, saying Bill Cosby was innocent? Mm. <clears throat> well, look, I didn't, I did not know he said that. Yeah. Keep, honestly, I'm, honestly, I didn't even know that. But um, I don't keep, I don't really keep up with you know him. I just know certain things because they blow up. But, um. I wouldn't necessarily say like I keep I try to stay out of like stay out of that Bill Cosby case, but yeah. the what I mean if he supports it then he supports it. I really don't have an opinion on it because I don't I didn't know about it. You know, yeah. Honestly, I didn't know about it. Yeah, you know I mean for me personally, like I said, man, uh, I don't know if he did it. Obviously, I mean none of us were there when the things were happening. And sometimes you know females can say things years down the road just so they can get a little pocket change in their pocket. So yeah. sometimes they can switch the story, you know. Because sometimes, you know, if it's consent, I mean, I don't understand why you come again, you know, 25 years later and say the man did something to you. If you, you know, why you were 25 years to say something, you know what I'm saying? But I don't know, you know, I'm just mixed review. For me personally, um, I feel like if there were consent to it, they shouldn't have jailed the man in the first place. I mean, he's out now. So clearly, you know, there was some kind of thing that, that was worked on over there. Otherwise, he'd still be in jail, you know. Um, my, other question to, my question is like, how do you feel about like young, you know, as far as like us, like listening to like a lot of these young rappers, you know, either they die too young or like, you know, they go into jail. Like, 
do you feel like young hip hop rappers have involved more into like violence and murder and things like that instead of skipping the music and too much beefing? You think you said you so you say you they should what? I said, do you think as far as like you know you know like our generation of music you know like the King Vons and the Pop Smoke and what you know Y.M.L.A. things like that you know um, do you feel like our genre of music has involved more into like gun violence and you know. And you know, I'm um, beefing and death instead of skipping the straight music. Because you remember back in the day, you know, if there's a beef between two, you know, two hip hop legends or two hip hop people going back at it, you know, they're just gonna make music about it instead of resulting to violence. You know, like I see, like you know, like you know, like Quando Rondo and uh, you know, King Von, you know, R.I.P. to you know, King Von. But I felt like you know, we're just killing each other, man. You know, if I can make money with you, I want to make money with you. I don't want you as my enemy, you know. Mm-hmm. But do you feel like hip hop has come to the state now where it's you know, if I don't fuck with you, I'm going to put a hit on you or, you know, I'm going to kill you, then I'm going to go to jail. Do you feel like hip-hop has left the music era now and more to, yeah. like, violence? Yeah, I feel like hip-hop was hip-hop. You know what I'm saying? Hip-hop is something like joy and, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can groove to and stuff and, like, you feel me, like, going along and stuff. I feel like hip-hop was a, a getaway for rappers to, like, you know, let, let, let emotions out and stuff like that and, like, have humor, you know? But people took the humor, and I feel like they took the humor too serious, and like started to cause violence because he dissed on your man's. You feel me? I yeah. feel like most of, most of the time that back then, like when West Side, this and that, so and so, like before the like the nineties, like heavy, like Tupac and like you know Boogie and stuff like that. They used to have like rap contests and stuff like that. Like Eminem, I feel like they shouldn't stuff like certain stuff you shouldn't take personal. It, it has better content. You make more money on it. I feel like the more. You like you know how wild now is they might roasting yeah. each other you know you know rapping and stuff like that I feel like rapping should be like that I don't know what that if that makes sense but wild now it should be is a good representation of how rapping should go it should be yeah. all laughs and stuff like that but it's still fire you know what I'm saying yeah. it has different reactions you know different emotions that's what makes it such a thing music is not just music is art you feel what I'm saying mm-hmm. so I feel like it took art and made it chaos you know what I'm saying you know so. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, for me personally, like, I felt like, you know, like, hip-hop has shifted from the era of, like, keeping the street music, you know, talking about the Black struggle, you know, talking about Black culture and, you know, putting Blackness out there. Now it's more of, like, you know, if I don't fuck with you, you know, we ain't gonna be at the same club or we're gonna, yeah. you know, or we're gonna pop off, you know. And I feel like a lot of, like, our generation of rappers are dying too young. You, right. know, you know, Pop Smoke, you know, King Von, you know. Um, and it's hard to cut you off. It's like, also, it's like, most of the rappers too are dying off for like jealousy and envy too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like I feel like most of the stuff it's like you know Pop Smoke died and stuff like that. Yeah. I feel like and then also did you hear about when he uh when his grave got almost dug out and yeah, stuff like yeah. that? Yeah, why from his tombstone? Yeah. Right. Why people? You know what I'm saying? Like that's like it's not necessarily rappers anymore. It's like actual yeah. fans or like ops that like you have fans or like fans of the of the ops and stuff like that you know what i'm saying like yeah. that you're trying to kill your op or some stuff like that you know what i'm saying like you have actual fans diehard fans that do that for you because they see it in raps and like you know rappers are inspired and stuff like that i feel like that's another big role in like the rap the rapping industry and stuff like that because people are not only getting killed by rappers like in the rap industry but like you know they're getting killed by like fans and stuff like which is yeah. pretty crazy you know what yeah. i'm saying yeah i feel you on that um so my other thing is like I don't know if you heard, but like people have been going around saying um, COVID is fake. You know, I've heard it even at work saying COVID is fake. It doesn't happen. Like, you know, how do you feel about people saying stuff like that when people are actually dying from the disease, but people are actually going out saying it's fake? Like, how can it be fake if it's actually killing you, bro? 
Yeah. Um. I feel like. I feel like. <clears throat> the 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 wordplay of it being fake. I think that's like. I don't think that's correct. Like COVID is real. You know what I'm saying. But I feel like with the science and the research and like different things are said about the COVID because like they they had to correct themselves two times. So I feel like what they say sometimes is fake about the COVID, but COVID is real. It's a sickness. You're going to get yeah. sick. You know what I'm saying? I've had COVID myself, but it wasn't as bad. You feel what I'm saying? It wasn't bad. You know what I'm saying? So what I'm saying is I feel like you should maybe work on your words or like how you say it. You know what I'm saying? Not necessarily like, oh yeah, COVID is fake. Nah, this certain fact about COVID is fake. You feel what I'm saying? Like people actually are getting this. You know what I'm saying? Well, like people have, people get it differently. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. the flu, the flu, most of the time, you're going to feel like a truck. Everybody going to feel the same when they got the flu. But COVID yeah. is different, and they try to pinpoint the symptoms and stuff like that. And that's when I was saying, like, accurateness and, like, what they say about COVID. That's what I was saying about, you know, make sure, like, the facts about COVID is accurate. Not necessarily saying COVID is fake because people actually got this. You know what I'm saying? This is not a, this yeah. is not no gimmick or trick or anything like that. Yeah. I feel you. That's it. I mean, I mean you know, my other thing is, like, do you feel like the vaccine is needed? Because for me personally, like, I'm not vaccinated, bro. Like, the only time I become vaccinated is the military requires me to become vaccinated. And, um, you know, I've never really had a flu shot, none of that. I'm, I ain't saying I'm the most healthiest human being on earth, but, like, I ain't been sick since, like, I don't know, since maybe freaking sixth grade or so. Um, and I don't get, a, you know, I, I haven't had a vaccine shot. I've been fine. Like, I've been around people that have COVID. I've never even had one symptoms, bro. And, you know, I don't know, maybe it's good immune system or what, or genetics, or maybe my vitamins or whatever, I don't know. But my thing is like, you know, for those, for me, I'm not hesitant to take a vaccine because I'm not hundred percent sure what's in the vaccine, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, if I'm hesitant, but like, how do you feel like when people say, oh, if you don't get a vaccine, you're going to catch COVID. Like they, they make it seem that without a vaccine, you're going <laughs> to die. When people like are surviving without a damn vaccine. Let me tell you something. My grandma actually told me, she was like, Y'all keep playing, y'all, y'all. I don't, I'm, I'm a, I don't know who gonna pay for y'all, you know, funerals and stuff like that. I'm like, grandma, that's a little extreme, you know, you know what I'm saying? So, like, my grandma has actually said something about that, so I can actually relate to the question. So, what I'm saying is, I feel like it's a serious thing, but at the same time, when you look at the statistics and the stats, I'm not saying like, oh, if you get COVID and stuff like that, like. And if you have a, a weak immune system, you're gonna more likely to die. It's actually true. If you don't keep, if you don't really take care of your body and yourself like that, sometimes it is, it can like the COVID, like COVID can like really like affect you and stuff like that. Like if you don't really like take, if you're not a healthy person already, it's not it's, it's going it's not gonna be as bad as as if you like wasn't if you was an average person because it's either average people or people that's like sick that already has sick conditions or that have been sick or older people that like you know what I'm saying like that's like getting older, like, they're in their health condition, they have health conditions that's dying and passing away. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I feel like I feel like the vaccine, it may be needed for the people that's, like, you know, they they not they might not be as healthy as others and stuff because you can have a good immune system because that's what the doctor told me. When I had got COVID, I had well, I don't necessarily believe the, like, believe the doctor and stuff like that, but this is the fact that the code, this is the fact that the doctor said, and I had came up with it with myself. I drunk different things that gave me white blood cells in my immune system. You know what I'm saying? I drank different things, ate different things, cranberry juice. I was have keep a high like a, a high amount of vitamin C in my body and stuff like that. You can yeah. do things to avoid, you know, stuff. But the vaccine, I don't think is really needed in my opinion. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Do you feel like that just like a business gimmick just for them to make my money? Um 
it's like a gimmick all the way around in general, in my opinion. You know, I won't believe in conspiracy theories or whatever, but I feel like the way they're implementing it, it's like they're trying to get money. But at the same time, I think it's like certain um, companies that's not even doing it for money anymore. I think they're doing it for free now. You know what I'm saying? So I, that's why I say it's a gimmick all the way around, because why are you implementing something so, you know, you just came out, you know, and the flu it's just like the flu. You know what I'm saying? It's like different vaccines because COVID is not the same because the vaccine is just like the flu. If that makes it my bad, the, the COVID is just like flu because you don't know if the vaccine is going to avoid you from getting the flu. You know what I'm saying? Because it's putting the flu back in you. And the same thing with COVID. They're putting the COVID back in you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I feel like like it, it's, it's, it's really unneeded, man. Honestly, it's really unneeded. Yeah. Yeah. I can, yeah, I can definitely relate. You know? And, oh, one more, one more thing. I'm sorry. To, I'm yeah, sorry. To could, um, like on the TV show, um, it was a lady. Like they were saying, like, oh yeah, like on the like not on the news, but they were saying, like, I was reading up. It was like saying, like, oh, businesses are like moving into if you don't get the vaccine, you're gonna you're gonna get less hours, or you're not coming to work or anything like that. Like they, this is like going against our right that we can like take it. You know, what I'm saying I feel like it's like I want to say I'm not trying to go to the extreme and say that the democracy is turned into a dictator, the dictatorship or anything like that. But at the mm-hmm. same time. It's more of like you're still trying to implement it, and it's like the way you're implementing it is really sus. You know what I'm saying? It's like why are you implement it so much if you we can just get it on our own. Now yeah. we can get. Now it was before it was we can just get it. Now we have to get it. You know what I'm saying? To to go into business and stuff like that. That's really like messed up. You know, and people that have the vaccine still can get the COVID. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. so like I don't understand like, you know, like what what is going on? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, I definitely feel you on that. I definitely feel you on that. You know, for me, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much healthy, bro. Like I, I don't think, like the vaccine, it might give you an edge, but I don't think you'd be that much more safer from you know a guy that's just healthy. You know, um, keep your mask on too. That's yeah, about it too. You just keep your mask on, and you know that's about it. You know, I, I felt like you know, you know, the vaccine thing came out way too quickly. You know, I feel like enough research wasn't done. You know. It, it wasn't. It wasn't like how the polio shot was. You know, it took some time to find out. You know, what cures polio and all things like that. But, and I feel like it's just like Ebola. It's always gonna be around. You just have to find a way for your body to learn how to live with it. You know. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah, and then you know, there's never an Ebola cure, but yeah, people are surviving. You know, when Ebola's still around, it's been around for decades. You know, um, so I feel like you know sometimes the government will try to force you to do things and. A little bit of way trying to take some of your liberty right away, you know, trying to make it seem like if you're gonna do this, you can't do certain things, you know, you're gonna do certain privileges. And you know, sometimes they try to scare you by saying, you know, black folks tend to have this majority of people with diabetes in the black community tend to have, you know, die from COVID, you know. So trying to scare you into going and taking it. So um, you know, so like my advice to you, like, if somebody was, like, on the fence, you know, not to take the COVID or actually, hey, what do you think I should do? Like, you know, like, what would you, you know, what's your advice? Um, The advice, like, to, like, to say something is, like, honestly, when people come to me and say anything, I just, like, I just, I'm, like, I don't necessarily brush it off. I just be, like, I'll be, like, it's your choice, man. I'll be, like, or, yeah, I'll be, like, man, you still can get the COVID. You still can get COVID with the vaccine or not, man. Honestly, man. Yeah. It's, it's, it's rather, it's like a, it's like a, was it, a body vest or a body, well, not a bodyguard, a bulletproof vest. It's like a bulletproof vest. It's, like, you still can die with that, with the vaccine, bro. You still can. Yeah. Like, you're just less likely of not. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fool you on that. That's what I tell them. I'll be like, okay, I'm using my mask long. I have look, I got COVID when the second strand come out and it didn't affect me like the like the first one, like it was supposed to. Like I didn't get COVID two times, I just got it one time. I just know that it was people said it was worse than the new one that came out. And it's like I don't I don't want to be like the type of guy that believe in conspiracy theories or whatever, get cliche or whatever. But like it's like since COVID came out, it's just like new things just keep popping up, you know, popping up and stuff like that. And they said this is from this COVID came from a lab. This is the COVID did come from a lab. I did read on an article that it came from a lab. You know what I'm saying? So it's just not this is man. This is this is indeed man made. So do you think the government? Do you think the government has something to do with it? Like I said, I don't want to get into the conspiracy, but it possibly, I feel like possibly they have something to do with it, but I don't have the answers, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you know. Um, you know, for me, I feel like, you know, government always hiding things, you know, um, they're always shady, you know? Mm-hmm. Some, you know, I've heard things people say is to cut the population, the human population in half, or to use us as guinea pigs. There's been times where they say sometimes they let stuff off in the air, we're breathing, trying to see how our body responds to it. As far as like you know, seeing how they're gonna do that. As far as it comes to like nuclear war and things like that. Okay. Um, okay, my opinion to you is like you know, I don't know if you know about what happened like in Afghanistan and things like that. As far as like you know, the bombing, they you know the airport that killed a lot of like soldiers. You know, a lot of young ones actually. Like, you know, me personally, as far as like I am, like I said, I'm hundred percent like military man. Like I'm hundred percent military supporter, and I've always felt like if you hurt one of us, as far as you kill one of us especially American soldier, I feel like we should seek revenge. And, you know, do you feel like it's one of those things where, like, we just look past it? Because, you know, my opinion of it is, like, Joe Biden is kind of like, you know, yeah, you know, we lost a lot of soldiers and stuff, but I don't want to go out and find out who did it. Do you feel like if you strike America or you grant America soldiers, do you feel like we should respond? Um, I mean... Yeah, I feel like, I feel like, I feel like, yes, because those people matter to some people, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they matter, they matter to the, the army too, because, you know, we have each other backs, right? If, if we're in the military, we have each other backs. So I feel like if you're going to implement that role and you have those feelings behind your family and stuff like that, I feel like you should go, you know, fight for them and avenge them at least. Yeah if you could at least try you know what i'm saying but if it, if it's too dangerous the job is too dangerous then i feel like then you have like i feel like of course you have to like you know more you know like i don't know what the word is like you know more and more near death and stuff not just go straight to like oh i want to go kill and stuff like that but like yeah. you know but like i feel like people are human and i feel like that's one human characteristic is to avenge another person that you once loved that really yeah. supported you that was for the better and for the greater good you know what i'm saying because what I don't, I mean, I understand, like, the backstory of, like, Afghanistan and stuff like that, but, like, who's on the better side, Afghanistan or the United States? You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. who, who do you think is the better side? Um, I I think for us, personally, like, I feel like the Taliban's claiming, you know, not claiming it, but ISIS claiming it, and, you know, those are, like, people who are not, you know, 24, 23. Some of them, this is their first deployment and they never came back. You know, um, I felt like we as good people, as a good side, we should go out and seek evil to us and actually eradicate evil. You know, I'm not saying we're the world's justice, but 
I feel like if you hurt one of our American soldiers, because this was that's somebody's child, that's somebody's daughter, you know, that's somebody's wife. You know, like I feel like as America as a whole, like we should go out and seek those who have caused us harm. Right. I agree. And I feel like, you know, you can't have a competent president. You can show compassion, but you can't show compassion when you hurt us. You know, because then you give an ISIS the leverage that, oh, we bombed them and we killed a lot of their soldiers and they didn't respond. You know, so what's to say now they're not going to be able to actually come into the country and try something more crazy? You know, God forbid, another 9 11. You know, so like, what I'm, you know, I'm feeling like, yes, we're the good guys and yes, it's 100%. Like, we should not be involved in every war that happens around the world. But if it has to do with us directly, we need to respond and show them that we are still the military of the world. We're still the most powerful military in the world. And if you hurt us, this is how we're going to respond. We're going to eradicate you, not just wipe you out. We're going to eradicate you like you never existed. You know, right. um, that's my, I'm very, you know, I'm very passionate about it. Just based on like, you know, I think just based on like how I am and just how invested I am into the most. I've seen so many different things. And I feel like, you know, those are lives, you know, those are young lives. Some of them have never had the opportunity to even get married, you know. You know, some of them have never even been in the military for a year and they're, now they're gone, you know. So I feel like America has a good side. She send a warning, you know, to ISIS, you know. I mean, they've done it before and they can do it again. Yeah, you know, I'm not saying we'll get involved in another 10-year war, but, you know, you see when we had um, Obama in office, you know, in four years we'll find Osama bin Laden and took him out. You know, Bush was there for eight years and he took him eight years to find, he never found Osama bin Laden. We just got dragged into Iraq for 10 years and lost a lot of soldiers and did nothing, you know. You know, Obama did that in four years, you know. Um, so, I mean, okay, so as far as, like, you know, speaking of America, like, how do you feel, like, like, you know, the Black Lives Matter movement, like, and police brutality towards Black, do you feel like it's something that's going to keep happening or you feel like it's going to get better over time as as younger generation and voicing their opinion and saying it, you know? It's, I feel like it's going to be a part of history, but it's forever because it keeps happening over and over and over. And, and yeah. like, I mean, like, you know, it's been justice been served much more better, I can say. But, I mean, throughout history, it's just been constantly the same thing, you know? Yeah. I, I don't want to be vague. That might be vague to a certain point, but at the same time, it, it throughout our whole life, this has been happening, which is pretty yeah. sad. Yeah. You know, I've always felt like we've always been target of police brutality, man. You know, whether it's slavery, you know, whether it's Jim Crow or, you know, the segregation or, you know, even Rosa Parks on the bus. I feel like somewhere, somehow, a person of color is always on the back end of a baton, you know. Right. It's always the back end of a hose, you know. It's always in the back end of prison. You're telling me you, a white man can rape a, a girl and only serve 10 or 15 years where the black man sell an ounce of weed and he got 25 years to life, you know. I felt like, you know, this is there's um there's an uneven balance of the justice system, you know. Like Brianna Taylor, they still never, you know, send those guys to jail for Brianna Taylor, you know. You know, or even think about, you know, Omar Bradshaw, you know, that died in um in Atlanta, you know. I feel like when it comes to black death, when it comes to avenging them, the justice system seems to be late and slow on it. Yeah. Whereas if it's a black if it's a white person and a black person committed a crime 20, 20 40, 48 hours, that man's out in jail, in custody, you know. But they don't, even, they don't even know if he did it for real, like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know. So, like, what I'm saying, like, I feel like the justice system is is weighing down 
And sometimes you put the wrong black man in jail for a crime he never did. And he spent half his damn life in jail. And he comes out of jail like society is brand new to him. And you don't even help him like find his way back to society because you don't took half his damn life away. So now time has flown. Like, he's been in lockdown for so long. He don't know what the hell's going on around the world no more. Exactly. You know? So I feel like the justice system needs to change a little bit as far as like racial profiling. You know, I could be walking down the street and I'll be more likely to get pulled over because I have a hoodie on compared to a white man that is actually out there doing something, you know? And I feel like this is something where black people need to realize is, you know, where we come from, our heritage is very deep. Our heritage is very, very actually enshrining royalty. But, you know, a lot of like, you know, I'm going to take this back into history, but a lot of like black people don't know like where to come from. They don't know like, like there were kings and queens, you know, before we came from how we are now, you know, the richest man of all time was a black man, you know, but nobody ever talks about it. But everybody thinking, you know, Jeff, you know, Jeff, the Amazon CEO is the richest man. No, he's not, you know. You had a man from Africa that was the richest man of all time, you know. Right. And they don't know that, you know, back then, you know, civilization began in Africa and black people actually were kings and queens until white people came over came over there and took us as slaves, you know. And sometimes they against those parts of history. And I don't know if you know, I don't know if you saw that, like as far as like your history class and things. I know when I was in high school, like the history they taught me is different from the history I actually know. Yeah. As far as black, do you feel like the alter the history of black people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They definitely alternate. They alternated. Um, but I, I definitely think they did alternate the history of black people. Plus, yeah. if we can go any further, you know, to the the Hebrews changing yeah. the Bible, man, like that, like the Bible is a tool and it's been changed, you know, over time, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. From the beginning, basically almost just about, because yeah. yeah. uh, I mean, also like in school, they always talk about like history and stuff like that. And then like just the, the white, the whitewash history we hear all the time. We actually have our own system of education from Africa, you know, that's, yeah. you know, that's why we became Kings and Queens because we, we had our own education. We had our own language. We had our own system going on. And we let it we let it get corrupted by a bunch of white people. You know what I'm saying? No offense yeah. to the white people out here today, but yeah. we do have our own history. We all have our own. Uh, we actually talked about this in African American history in one of my classes last yeah. year. We had an in depth conversation about what the history, what histories have changed. I don't necessarily remember the topic because I can go back, you know, one day. But yeah, it, they definitely has been changed. Definitely yeah. for sure. Oh yeah, you know, like I think one of the prime examples is like the, the color of Jesus, like. If you think about it, Jesus is from Jerusalem, but they got this man looking like he's from Scotland. You know, he has the perm and long hair. Like, the man was never white, bro. Like, right. there's, there's no whites in the Middle East, you know. <laughs> you know, Jesus was our American, and our American is not white. But over time, it changes color because it was more appealing to them, you know. Um, but I feel like those are parts of history that like, people erase, you know. Like yeah. nobody, nobody even talk about that. The, the first black samurai that was in Asia, nobody even knows about him. Really? And that, yeah, there was, a, there was a black samurai in Asia. And in fact, that. Netflix even got a show about him. You know, you see nobody, you see nobody knows about him. Because mm. you didn't know there was black people in Asia. You know, there was an emperor in Asia. You know, but they erased him out of history. You know, and those are the things that they want us to forget. I don't know if you ever seen like you ever seen the show One Piece. Yeah. You know, like, no, no, I, I haven't watched that. I haven't oh, watched the whole yeah. thing. One piece, there's this, you know, there's this thing called the void. 
Whereas the governor, the government took a piece out of history about, you know, like all, all the names, you know, like everybody's name, like they have D in their name, like Monkey D, Luffy, yeah. you know, Garb D, Monkey D, Dragon, stuff like that. So if you have, you know, you know, D Law or, you know, all them. So if you have, if you have D in your name, that means you come from a prestige line of royalty, you come from kingship. But the government took that away from them. So now there's a big void as far as like, it's called a voice century. So nobody knows what happened from then to how the government are now. You know, only the, the like the top of the top of the government know about it. So now one piece is trying to figure out what is that void? What does that D mean? What does that D means in their name? So it's just like how it is now, you know. Um, for us, it's, it's black, you know. They took away a big chunk of black history and replaced it with their own form of history, you know. And they erased all that part out. So unless you actually grew up in a in a society, or you actually know more of your um, black culture, or you have you know older people in your family that can tell you exactly what black people really are, you will never know about it. You know, um, you never know. We have our own currency. You know, like you said, we have our own language. We have our own education system. You know, we have our own way of religion. You know, we have our own way of thinking. You know, we had a system. You know, we even had trading. You know. Yeah. You know. Sometimes people even forget that, you know, the invention of peanut butter was by a black man, but sometimes they never talk about him, you know? I did a George Washington Carver, yeah, man. Yeah. Did, did a whole eighth yeah. grade, sorry to cut you off, I did a whole yeah. eighth grade project on that guy, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I was in high school, they never talk about him one time. You know? Wow. They talk about Thomas Edison, but they never <laughs> talk about John Howard, you know? You know, so, you know, there's some parts of history where they, you know, they just brush over it. And it's our job to actually educate, you know, the younger people that's coming after us and let them know like, hey, where you come from is a very prestigious, you know, is, um, you know, from a royalty, man. So you need to know your value, you know. What you see now is not really how we were. You know, you're just doing, you're just trying to, you know, corrupt your mind, as you right. can think. Um, but yeah, man, you know, that's all I wanted to say to you. I just want to get your insight, you know, having a chit chat with you, man, just for you to spread some knowledge to the youth around here and, um, you know, just... Like give a word of wisdom. Are you have any shout out? You have anything you want to say, man? Um, I mean, uh, I feel like you can. You know what I'm saying? This is what I say. Keep digging till she busts, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Keep digging. You know what I'm saying? Keep keep doing good. You know what I'm saying? Because you keep doing good, that karma gonna come back to you. You keep digging for good, it's gonna come back to you. You feel what I'm saying? You keep yeah. doing good things, it's gonna benefit you. You helping others out. You know what I'm saying? Not necessarily the money, the money aspect, but keep doing. it. Keep doing good things, you know what I'm saying, for yourself and other people. But don't stress yourself too, out too much. You know, try to live a stress-free life, you know what I'm saying? Just go with the flow, if that makes sense. But make moves on your own that'll benefit you, you feel me? So that's that's that's, that's how I live by, move in silence, you know. Complain, you say the same, don't complain. You know what I'm saying? You can complain, but are you gonna make a, are you gonna make a change? Are you going to make a difference is the question, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's why I don't really complain because I want to make that difference. I may complain in my head, but just don't do that. Keep reading, you know, keep drinking water, you know what I'm saying? And that's all That's all I got to say. All right. Thank you, man. Real talk, man. You spent some real knowledge out here, man. I appreciate you coming on the podcast. I know it's late. I know you got school tomorrow, but I appreciate your time, man. Thank you, man. I'm glad I was, I was glad, I'm glad I can be up here with you, man. Appreciate yeah. it, man. Yeah, man. Thank you again, man. No problem. All See right. you. Yeah, bro.